Praise your saints. Y'all may be seated. May it took me a couple minutes to get up here, but nevertheless, I'm here in the house of God tonight. And I'm thankful to be here. Hallelujah, saints. Hallelujah. You know, I, I do appreciate the words that came forth through Evangelist Hurley. They were right on time for my soul. And first, I just want to give double honor to the bishops tonight. You know, thanking Yahweh for the, the congregation of the upright. To be here in this house once again and acknowledging him for the faithful God that he is. Yes, Lord. You know, I do thank Yahweh for my beautiful wife and for the precious sons he's allowed me to have. Hallelujah. And also, I thank Yahweh for my natural family in a way. And I do thank Yahweh for each and every single one of you. You know, I do thank Yahweh for the for the business that, you know, that uh, Apostle was able to open up today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, saints. You know, it, it is all good to see that come to pass. You know, it, it doesn't take, you know, major blessings for us to, to believe in Yahweh, to believe in His Word. Hallelujah. You know, just thank Yahweh that you, you're alive today. Just thank, just thank Yahweh that He kept you through the night. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just thank Yahweh that He's still sending forth dreams and visions. Yes, Lord. Just thank Yahweh that you were able to make you were you were able to make it to work today. That's right. Just just thank Yahweh that you were able to open up your eyes today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, saints. Yes, Lord Yahweh. You no, know, don't let those things just bypass your life as if those are not miracles in itself. That's right. Just thank Yahweh that somebody called gave you a call today. That you you're able to see somebody and they told you praise Yahweh. Yes, Lord. All those things, all those things are miracles in our lives. Hallelujah. 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 And just thank yeah. Yahweh that maybe somebody was kind to you today at, at your job. Uh huh. Because right. you know we do go through afflictions at the job. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But nevertheless, we're here in the house of God by His grace, by the multitude of His tender mercies. We're here today. Yes, Lord Yahweh. We are alive today. Yes, we Not are. too many people can say those things. Hallelujah. You know, even if you don't have all the activities of your limbs, hallelujah, you can still find joy and just in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, when, you know, Evangelist said about, you know, praising Yahweh, even if half your body's working, if you can still find praises in that, use those things. Hallelujah. Right. <laughs> so I was just thanking Yahweh for the words that did come forth through Evangelist Hurley. Yes, Lord. And, you know, I've been doing a lot of meditation at work. You know, to try to keep my mind off from the negative things that goes on, you know, every day yes. at my job. You know, I'm pretty sure a lot of people can, you know, voucher for those things because there's a lot of negativity in this world. But I don't want to find myself in depth in those things because it's those things that keep you away from God. It's those yes. things that keep your mind from truly serving Yahweh the way that we're supposed to. Hallelujah. And I do like the message how it was brought forth about having joy. Yes. Because it is joy. Just ask the children's family. It is joy that keeps us. Hallelujah. Yes, that's right. We hear it all the time. Yes, Lord. You know, you may find us laughing all the time. Yes. Maybe sometimes more than we're supposed to. Hallelujah. But nevertheless, no doubt, we do. No we find things to laugh about sometimes. But it does. It keeps us in that joyful mood. That's right. I mean, quite often, I know it does for me. And I know yes. it does for my brothers and my yes. sister as well. Hallelujah. My sister-in-law and uh, my nephews and my niece. You know, it keeps us all going. Hallelujah. Yes. You know, and in my life, you know, sometimes I do questions like, Yahweh, why did you choose me? Why me out of so many people? Yes. But sometimes I have to, you know, stop asking that question because if you keep asking that question so much, you may discourage yourself. Yes. Like, why did you choose me? Why did you choose me? Why did you? Then you, you'll find within yourself, Satan will start talking to you and telling you that maybe he shouldn't have chosen you. And then, it starts, and then it starts showing you the door. Well, I might as well just leave. Because I don't see why he chose me. I don't see why. But just believe that God is who he is. Hallelujah. 
see, I stop, I stop questioning Yahweh in a lot of things. You know, because I know it's not for me to question, but to do. Hallelujah. Yes. To go away and perform the doing of it. Yeah, the doing you know, of it. You know, if you just stop, stop questioning Yahweh, stop questioning his commandments, so stop questioning his law. So Yahweh, why do you want me to do this? This is strange. Why, why do you want me to be this way? Why do you want me to dress like that? Why should I speak like this? Amen. See, if you just stop questioning everything and just start doing, you'll find it a whole lot more easier to do. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, if you, like, let's say you're putting together something, you know, just like a child's toy. Like, you know, like for, you know, let's say, let's say my son, he's size. Sometimes we had to put together something. And, you know, if I start questioning the instructions, like, why do they want us to put it together like this? Why does this sticker got to go here? Eventually, I'm going to get frustrated. I'm just going to, I'm not going to want to do it no more. Just throw it away. And then we spend all that money to, to put it into, you know, to buy it for him. But all of a sudden, now I'm f- frustrated with the instructions. Right. See, that, I didn't, I didn't, that, that, that toy didn't profit any of us. Right, I mean, it was never going to profit the adults. But as far as for my son, he's not going to ever enjoy that toy because I got frustrated. Right. See, we can limit ourselves. Hallelujah. Yes, we can limit what Yahweh can do for us in our lives. Yes, Lord. Prophet. That's right. See, sometimes you say, why, why don't we say fast all the time? Why don't we say pray all the time? Meditate all the time? Concentrate concentrate yourself all the time. These are for our profit. Hallelujah. These these things help us. It benefits us because it makes us stronger, stronger saints of God. Yes. When you put them into action, you know, those things make you stronger. See, you don't never understand the instruction until you go away and you do it. And then at the end of it, you understand the results. Hallelujah. It's like, oh, you know what? I am a whole lot stronger now than what I was. Then you can actually truly go on your knees and say, Yahweh, I thank you for your instructions. See, there was a lot of times in my life where I didn't understand Yahweh's commandments. But see, it took my father to help me to humble myself. To understand because he went through the same kind of situations just like me and my father we had a lot a lot in common Amen. and I didn't understand that at first but now I understand see all that time my dad was trying to teach all of us how to entreat Yahweh's commandments how to Amen. accept his words Amen. how to know that his commandments would profit us Amen. in the end hallelujah hallelujah and see and now I realize that all the things that my dad was trying to teach me it wasn't just for the time that he was here it's for the time to come after he left. Hallelujah, saints. Now think about it. Like Yeshua spent all that time, you know, trying to teach his apostles, you know, what to do and how to how to act. But see, a lot of that transpired after Yeshua left the scene. Hallelujah. And see, that's what the commandments for. That's why Yahweh's coming and is telling us what we should do. So see, there's gonna be there's gonna be a time to come. Where well, you're going to have to perform the things that you've heard. That's, right. That's what Evangelist was saying. He was saying that there's going to come a time in your life that you're going to realize that, hey, what I heard two years ago is now I'm coming face to face with it now. Right. So how am I going to act now? Is it in my bag? Do I have that? Amen. You know, am I truly lifting up, you know, am I really holding up a light at work like I'm supposed to? Amen. See, here lately I've been questioning myself at the oh, job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm saying, am I really holding up a life? Am I a light? Am I really lifting up a standard before these people? Amen. And I do think Yahweh, because there's certain people, there might be certain people on your job that you realize that they say that they're a Christian, that they 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 love God, they're they're this and they're that. But then when you look at their fruit, Hallelujah, you look at the difference between you and them, and you see that they're really not doing it, but they they're professing it, but they're not doing it. 
And so I thank Yahweh for the gentleman on my job. <clears throat> how he said he's like, you know, he's a Christian, you know, he does this for his church and how he's trying to get his own CD out there. But then when I realized, you know, the type of fruit that I've been really looking at him to see what type of man is he. And I realized that, you know, it's more about, you know, worldly music. Hallelujah. And then the lead on my job, you know, he, you know, we had a conversation one day and I was realizing that through his through his testimony, he was telling me, he's like, if there's more if there was more people like you, then the world would be a whole lot a whole better a whole, a whole much better off place. And I was just thinking Yahweh because so many people up there profess themselves to be God sent, to be so holy and so sanctified. But when people like he was realizing that there's a big difference between me and the other gentleman. Noticing how he throws fits and how he cusses at everybody when he gets mad. When he don't get his way, you know, he has a right to, to share his opinion, his two cents on other people. They realize the difference. He knows that people that go to church shouldn't be acting that way. And see, they see these things for themselves. And see, that's why it's so important that we set a difference. Hallelujah. Amen. You, don't, you don't have to go around saying, you know, I, I go to church 24-7 and, you know, I'm always reading my Bible all the time. You don't have to do those things. Just let your light shine. Just let there be a difference between you and the other people that profess themselves to be God sent. Hallelujah. I like the book of Psalms. Let's stay there in the book of Psalms. You know, I think it was about a a week or two ago. I was speaking on, um, I was speaking to my brothers and my sister. And I was telling them about a dream that Yahweh has sent to me. And I've been, you know, I've been learning Yahweh a whole lot more better now since I've been here in the way for about, I think it's been, I think it's been about 10 years now. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And I've been learning Yahshua the Messiah. Hallelujah. Yes. Learning how, we should learn how Yahweh chooses to speak to us. Yes, Lord. Because sometimes it comes in a way that you don't expect. Amen. So ever since my dad has left the scene, Yahweh's been trying to touch me through dreams concerning, you know, he'll present my father in my dreams. Amen. And it was real strong at the beginning, but it seems like here lately it hadn't been as often. Amen. And I didn't question Yahweh for it because, you know, Yahweh is going to do what he chooses to do. And I'm not going to question his acts. Hallelujah. Amen. And so as I, you know, the dream came forth that I was in a car and there was like, there was, there was the me in the dream. There was a me in the dream. <laughs> and then it was like me as far as the conscience. And then Yahweh was also in the dream. And uh, there was a song that was playing on the, I don't know if it was a tape or CD, but uh, there was there was a gentleman that was singing. I, hear, I heard music, and the me in the dream <clears throat> did not, didn't know who was singing the song. And then, then uh, I in the dream began to weep, start crying, because I couldn't figure out who it was. And then me as the conscience of myself was telling myself that it's, it's, it's dad singing to you. It's dad's voice. You can't understand his voice. You can't hear his voice. You know, has it been this far off that, you know, Amen. you lost, you know, all memory of him? And then I was right. speaking to Yahweh in the dream telling him that, you know, I, I still remember, you know, uh, my father's voice. I still remember how he sung. I know all these things now. And Yahweh is telling me that he's like, don't forget, you know, what. Everything that you that your dad has bestowed within you, don't forget about how he's you know to, uh, chosen you to, or he showed you the way, showed you the light, how to you know walk before Yahweh acceptably. Amen. And so in the dream, uh, y'all you know Yahweh saying all these things to me, and I woke up and I was like Yahweh, I don't, I really don't want that to come to pass in my life to where 
a day is going to come to where I just forget everything that you know my father had tried to show me all that time. Amen. That's why I concentrate so much on it. That's why I speak a lot on it. That's why I always say that, you know, if you have parents in this way, you know, all the words that they they share with you, all the ways that they try to show you a better way of doing things, take those things to heart. Because we all know that there is a day that's surely to come that, you know, you're going to need those things. Hallelujah. And so I share these things with my brothers. I share this thing with my sister because we all need that. You know, every time I'm with them, I get to see that part of my dad that maybe I don't have. Hallelujah, saints. Hallelujah. See, these things are precious to me. Amen. Prophet. Yes. That's right. That's right. And that's so true. I mean, and, and that's around time because that's exactly what I took from that. I was like. Yahweh, I know you you are speaking to me. And there's a reason why, because Yahweh knows how to get my attention at all times. Yes, and he's always, he, most of the time he sends me a dream concerning my father. And, uh, and that really gets my attention. It just, I mean, if I may be thinking about something else, but then once my father comes into the picture, everything else is gone. Amen. And so I know that's how Yahweh gets my attention. Hallelujah. Amen. See, Yahweh has a way to get our attention in everything. Amen. Hallelujah. And, but you have to be willing to accept, you know, how Yahweh is going to speak to you. See, the way the way that Yahweh speaks to apostle, you know, some most of us may want that. Hallelujah. But, you know, it's not for all of us. It's for apostle himself. But Yahweh does speak to us. Don't forget about those things. Like evangelist saying, you know, we get to the point to where we don't covet what other people's gifts may be. But be satisfied with yourself. Be, be satisfied with Yahweh is doing for you in your life. Hallelujah, saints. And see, yes, Lord. I know Yahweh's ways are perfect. Yes. And I know that, you know, his testimonies are sure. Amen? Hallelujah. And see, I know he brought us, each and every single one of us in here for a reason. It's not that we're just here, you know, come take up a seat, you know, here in the house of God. Amen. It's more than that. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, There's a reason why we are, we have endured this long. Hallelujah. You know, if you may, you may have left and you made it back. Thank Yahweh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I left, I made it back. I never thought that I was going to be uh, a man of God. I never thought about that. Amen. Except for when my dad had actually asked me what I want to be. And then he prophesied what it was going to be, but I didn't know it at that time. Amen. He's like, well, maybe you'll be a pastor. I was like, well, maybe I will. You know, I just blew, kind of blew it off. Like, yeah, maybe I will. Just anything will be fine with me. But, you know, here it is now. You know, I don't know how many years it's been since 2007. So it's 2011. So like four years now. Well, it's been further than that because he talked to me about that back when I was like 18 years old. Amen. And so now I'm like realizing it now. Like, oh, wow, he really pro- he prophesied that to me, but I didn't even see it. I, you know, I just thought it was just words he was speaking to me. Yes. But everything that my dad did for us, uh-huh. it was for a purpose. It, yes. was for, it was for a reason. Everything that Yahweh is doing for us is for a purpose. Hallelujah. It's for a reason. Hallelujah, saints. Yeah, Lord. And truly, you know, we ought to thank Yahweh for those things. Yeah, okay. Apostle's not here. But, you know, one day, you know, he, well, a while back, he was saying that one day he was going to have his own business. You know, one That's day right. he was going to have his own restaurant. And here it is. Now he's having his own business and he's doing great. Hallelujah, saints. And he's doing really good so far that I've heard, you know, my, my wife tell, has to, uh, told me in some reports. And I'm like, thank Yahweh. And I was telling Apostle, I said, my dad would be really happy right now, you know, that you have your own business. He's like, yes, yeah, truly what he would want. 
And so I'm living my life right now, you know, acknowledging Yahweh for who he is. You know, for a long time, I didn't acknowledge that. You know, I was like, yeah, he's God, and yeah, he's created everything, but I didn't take it to heart. There were just words that came out of my mouth because I knew those were good words to say. But now I'm living the testimony. Hallelujah. You want to get to the point. You want to get to the point where you're living the testimony. And that's why people will look at you and, and they'll say, well, he's not faking that because that's that's true what he said. Like he was saying about his wife. Amen. You know, before it could have been just words, but now he knows that she's living that testimony Amen. because the fruits are following. Hallelujah. Yes. And see, as being young people in this way, you have to live the testimony. Yes, it's, it it's not about what your parents are just drilling you about and telling you things that you don't want to hear. It's about living the testimony. Amen. You know, when you go to school, you know, that, that's going to be the true difference between you and those other people at school. Amen. See, Amen. us going to work, it's kind of the same. We're confronted with the same pressures. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, you're not living a different life than what your parents are living because at work they have to, they're have they faced with those same situations. Amen. You know, I have people coming up to, my, to me and my job talking about, hey, dog, and all that kind of stuff. I have to learn to overcome that. Yeah. You know, it's kind of hard to put a, 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 a like a regular handshake out there when they got their fist out. They're trying to dap you up. Yeah, yeah you know, they, they kind of want to bump your fingers. That doesn't make any sense. But, see, I was telling the apostle the other day that Satan comes with his bluffs. You know, he presents you with peer pressure. Hallelujah. He wants to see what you're going to do in that very hour. And so as I'm standing there, I'm, you know, Satan's talking to me and he wants me to be like them. And so, you know, I had to wrestle with this a lot because the type of job, the type of environment that I'm at is kind of like a more, a more kind of melancholy laid back. You know, everybody, you know, hey, dog, you know, we're the same. So I'm faced with that like er- around every corner. So I had to kind of walk as if, you know, people say that we're kind of stuck up. Yeah. But we're really not stuck up. They Amen. don't they just don't realize the type of person that we are. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, if I want to be stuck up, I can be stuck up. You know, yeah, I, can I can walk you. around with a, I can walk around with a chip on my shoulder, you know, attitude on my back. You know, I can do all these things. And with an opinion, you know, I can wear an opinion right here in front of my face. And I can be that different with them. I can, and then I can say I'm rude, and you know, you can't talk to him when he's like that. You know? <laughs> but we're not like that. People may think that we're mean people, but we're not. We're the most nicest people that anybody's gonna meet. Hallelujah. <laughs> and so that's why I'm thanking Yahweh for this new life that we had. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, yeah, I know that, you know, Harvey may be locked up, but, you know, they get another opportunity for a new life. That's right. That's Yahweh's grace is being shown forth, you know, before us. Hallelujah. Amen. All of us have the opportunity to start over with Yahweh. Yes, Lord. Not to say that you should just want that all the time. I want to start over, you know, to start over, to start over. No, build upon that foundation that's good. Hallelujah. Amen. But at the same time, take on that mentality. Like, I can live this day because I'm not going to ever see this day again. Let me walk like this today. Let me find joy in this today. Amen, saints? Let's let's start over there in the book of Psalms. Um, Hallelujah. Glory be to Yahweh. Let's go there, Psalms uh, 112. Psalms 112. Yes, sir. It is written. Read it. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man. Blessed is the man. That feareth the Lord. That does what? Feareth the Lord. See, blessed is the man that feareth the Lord. Amen. See, this is going to put the difference between you and your fellow man. Hallelujah. That's right. See, if people people want to 
you know, if you start acting different, people may start to inquire. Like, why do you walk like this? Why do you right. talk like that? How come is it when I come to you and I say, you know, hey, dog, and you say, no, you don't do that, but you put your hand out for a handshake? They, I mean, they're going to inquire why are these things. Like, there's been two incidences on my job where I had to do that. I actually had to talk to a man who's like, I think he's like 42 now. <clears throat> See, Satan came to me and said, well, he's older than you. He's your elder, so you have to respect, you know, whatever he wants to do, like, as far as towards you. I said, no, I don't have to. I, I can respect him, but whatever crosses the boundary between right and wrong, I don't have to respect that. Right. You know, I can only go so far with him. Hallelujah. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. I can only go so far with him. So we're only so-called friends, you know, only so far. You know, I may be your co-worker, but I can only go so far. Amen. See, and then I had to talk to him to the side. I said, look, I don't want you to call me, you know, Easy E. I don't want you to call. I don't want you to call me Easy Street. You know, I don't want to be called Big E. I don't want to be called Big E Smalls. You know, I don't want anything. All these slang terms for my name. I don't want any of those things. I just want to be called Ernest. See, it's worked for me all this time. You know, I've never had a problem with it. Somebody call, somebody call me Ernest, I respond to it just as quick. You know, don't, don't try to give me a new name that, you know, I've already been named. You know, and I had to tell them with seriousness. I had to, I said, all joking aside, I had to start off like that. You know, I know, I know we're, you know, we're coworkers and, you know, you, you, you've really treated me good. You know, I treat you respect, with respect, but I really would just like to be called Ernest. And he respected that. And see, Satan came first, you know, and he was like, no, don't, you don't want to say that because once you do that, it's going to cut all ties with him. Now, now he's not going to listen to anything you got to say. Now he's not going to respect you no more because you actually told him your two cents. And I was like, it's not really two cents. It's more like drawing a, a boundary. Yeah, yeah drawing a boundary. It's like laying a foundation, a common ground between me and him. And see, and I have to call it. See, that's what Evangelist was saying. You have to call his bluffs. Because once you call his bluffs, you can actually look at the situation right. You know, I often say, you know, get outside of the box. Jump outside of the box and look at the situation. You know, you have to really look at it like that because once you're once you're inside the box and you're, you're, you're dealing with emotions and thoughts and peer pressure, just jump out. Of, have an out-of-body out of experience otherwise. And, and say, you know, what, what should that brother do? What should that sister do in that situation? And then you'll you make the right judgment. Hallelujah. Amen. And see, I couldn't let Satan come to me and try to lie to me about, you know, how this person was going to entreat me now. I couldn't allow him to do that because I know I have to lift up a standard regardless. Yes. So that's what Satan's job is to kill, steal, and to destroy. Amen. So if he presents these things to you, he's going to kill your spirit. He's going to steal your spirit. He's going to destroy your spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. And then... And then, you know, I, I'm just so, I, I thank Yahweh that, you know, he entreated what I had to say, and, you know, he didn't disrespect that. But then, I had to turn around, and there's another guy on the job now, who is following those same footsteps. And, no, and now I know I have to say something to him. But see, now Satan can't come to me and tell me anything different, because I've already went through the test right. Hallelujah. There's no reason for me to fail this time, because I've already done it right. And already, you know, you always given us all the tools that we need to overcome this world. Hallelujah. You know, oftentimes I have to tell myself, you know, I was made for this world, but then again, I wasn't made for this world. You know, I'm keeping it in the right perspective. You know, this world is, you know, we, you know, the flesh is something else. You know, we we can adapt to this world. This world is made for us. You know, we have this food, oxygen, and everything is made for us. But the way that the world turned out is not for us. You know, it's so evil right now. It's so great in the world. There's evil around every corner. But see, I'm looking at it in the right perspective, though. 
See, I, if, as long as I can keep everything in, in the right perspective, I can do it right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't have nothing to come to, you know, cloud my judgment. You know, everything I can do, I can give it all to the glory of Yahweh. Yes. There's no questions about it. I can do this thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go ahead and read it. Praise ye the Lord. Yes. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord. Read. That delighteth greatly in his commandments. See, you have to delight greatly in his commandments. That's right. And see, I was like, I was marveling JoJo Sunday. Amen. Because of what my Aunt Brenda's doing with him. Hallelujah. Yes. You know, I know that JoJo wasn't born into this family, but he is part of the children's house. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. And he's just falling right in line with us. Hallelujah. Yeah, right. You would never think you would never think that he wasn't, you know, my Aunt Brenda's son. You would Amen. never think that. Because he's falling right in line with it. Yeah, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm sitting I'm, I'm marveling at him because I'm looking I was looking back I was thinking back how like my dad took me, how he took my brothers and he how he taught us how to, you know, get into the word, you know how to really, you know, yes. apply these scriptures to heart. Yes. How how we can just remember these scriptures where they're at. Yes. See, all that all that work is from my father. Yes. You know, how he, it seemed like he drilled us and drilled us and drilled us. You know, where's this scripture at? And, you know, and, you know, uh, he'll throw it out there and we have to go find it. We couldn't use the concordance. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like sweating and stuff. I'm like, Dad, what? I just got to, you know, I just got back from work. You know, should I... Can I go, just take a shower first? Or what, what's going on? <laughs> but see, he did these things for a reason. Hallelujah. <laughs> see, at the time I felt pressure. But now it's like, it's not like that no more. And I'm just thinking, Yahweh, because there's a reason I'm just marveling at what my Aunt Bridget is doing with him. How he can just, he, you know, he can memorize scriptures. And, he, and they're like coming up with the songs out of the book of songs. Yeah. And they're singing and seeing all these things. It's like it's a testimony in their lives. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. And it's just it's just like flowing, it's just flowing off of them. It's because they put their whole heart into it. And once you can do that with the with the, with God's words, you know, it, it's all just it just all just comes out so easily. Alive. Yeah. See, you see the things that Apostle does, how it just all just comes out. Like he's been doing it his whole life. Evangelist. does guide you in every decision that you make you know you just remember the word and like and if you just really sit in here and you really just take it to heart take it it's like yeah, I'm going to need this someday I'm really going to have to use this you have to realize these things you're going to have to use this you know you can't just go to war and say and they, give, they give you a gun you say well I really don't need this no you're really going to need that <laughs> you're really gonna you know, need that. they give you a helmet you're like mm, I don't really like it I'm not going to need that no, no you're really going to need that yeah, they give you a backpack full of the things you're going to need along the way. That's ah, too heavy. I really ain't going to need this. You're really going to need that. <laughs> yeah. They give you a canteen. like I really ain't going to need that. You're really going to need that canteen when your your vehicle breaks down on you. And you're out there in the you know in the desert and nobody can find you. You're really going to need that. But see, you're always giving these, these things that you think that you don't need. But when the Holy Ghost comes and whoever comes up here and preaches, it doesn't matter who it is. But nevertheless, the word, the Holy Ghost still ministers into the people. Yes. And it still gives us the tools that we need to endure this, this 
this light affliction that we go through. Yes. To help us to endure into the next day. And then Yahweh's will the next day. Hallelujah, saints. Hallelujah. And see, yeah, every so often my body just acts weird on me. Sometimes I don't really, I don't really understand it. But nevertheless, I can still find joy in that. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. At one point in time, I didn't find joy in it. No. I found fear in it. Yeah. I was scared of it. Hallelujah. Amen. But see, if I take on the mind of the Messiah, Amen. knowing how all things can work for my good. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, nevertheless, whatever's going on with my body, you know, don't feel sad for me. Hallelujah. Yeah. Because I know it's all for my benefit. Yes, Lord. And see, I think y'all are for my wife. Hallelujah. Because she really is strong in that area. Hallelujah. You know, I can look to her for my better half. I can look to her and say, you know, I can talk to her. We can talk to each other. Hallelujah. Amen. And when she was up here saying that, you know, our marriage is getting better, she wasn't lying about that. Amen. <laughs> See, I can speak just like evangelist. I speak just like him. It, she wasn't lying about that. Hallelujah. You know, I can vouch for that. It is getting better. You know, that is my better half. When I'm at work, I'm thinking about her. You know, it's even got, it's gotten to the point where I'm like, when people, well, she came up there to the job the other day. I think it was last Thursday. But she came up to the job and people were like, is that, is that really your wife? You know, uh, you know, she looks kind of young. You know, how old is she? <laughs> and I didn't even know that people even saw her, you know, because I was in the building. And I didn't know she came out. And people just saw her and they're like, how old is she? I was like, she's 26. They're like, no, she's not 26. Yes, she is 26. They're like, well, how young do you think she looks? I said, I don't know. I'm with, that's not really a fair question because I'm with her all the time. How are you going to ask me how young she looks if, I, if I'm with her all the time? I was like, well... 18 maybe <laughs> does that satisfy your want you know I mean, <laughs> what else can I give to you yeah. I, I can't give you anything else you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah and then I, showed, I actually took a picture up there I said look this this is my wife because one of the ladies up there didn't see see her that day and they saw her and they're like yeah she really does look young and I was, you know at first you know a spirit came to me and talked about well what are they saying about you you know you, you look, look kind of old or what's going on <laughs> I'm I'm still quite a fairly young man, you know. I'm not 30, that old. <laughs> but I was just thinking, y'all. I just I've been thinking y'all from a wife for well, really since the day we got married. But I really think y'all wait to this day that she's the type of person that she is. Hallelujah. And like Evangelist was saying about his sons, I'm looking at my sons right now, and I'm I'm looking at the difference between the two. Now, some of you might say, well, there's really no difference. You know, he looks like he's Sias, and, you know, they're going to be exactly the same. In my eyes, I don't see that at all. Because I'm seeing, I'm, I'm looking at the different attributes that each one has. You know, my son, Ezra, you know, as he's getting older in these, you know, these few months, I notice that, you know, his character is kind of changing. You know, he's not as, you know, whiny. He's not as wanting as much now. He's, you know, he's kind of to himself now. He's kind of reserved. You know, he's kind of calm and collected. There you go. He's kind of calm and collected. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. May y'all bless you. In tune with the spirit. He's in tune. <laughs> but he's, he's getting like that. I'm, I'm like noticing that. I'm like marveling at, you know, what Yahweh's doing for them. Yes. Thank you, Lord. And see, I took the time out to think about, you know, how Yahweh and how he's good to his people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm thinking, you know. You don't know that, you know, you don't really miss the water until the well runs dry. But you notice how good Yahweh's been unto you, like, as far as, like, me, Elder Torres, uh, my brother Bobby, Robert, Michelle, how we can all account how once we wasn't in Yahweh's presence at one time. And then you can actually look back and say, you know what, or, and brother Desi, you can actually think how 
thank Yahweh how, you know, you notice the difference between how Yahweh, when you were in Yahweh's presence and he was there, he was hearing your prayers and everything was working out for you in your life. You realize how good it was in Yahweh's house. Right right now, it's good in the house of Yahweh. Yes. Amen. It's really good in the house of Yahweh. And I, I even go to the extent of saying, you know, your life can't get no better than what it is right now. Hallelujah. Whether you think you're well off, or you think you're the most broke person in the church, your life can't get any better than what it is right now. You know, you can be the richest person on this planet, but you see how they're so, they're so, they're so wanting everything else. You see how they're not at peace with themselves. They got to gain, 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 gain. They let, they let that spirit overtake them. Hallelujah. As if they got like as if they got something to prove to everybody. Yes, Lord. Like if I don't have the most money, I can't be satisfied with myself. And that's not the case. It's just that spirit. Hallelujah. You know, everybody that's seeking after riches, you know, they they never get enough. Amen. It's you know, everything about this life has everything that the, about this life that it can give unto you, it falls along with the spirit. Yes. There's a spirit right behind that want. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. And I don't care what it is, alcohol, you know, fornication, anything you can think about, you know, popularity. Every, there's a spirit that comes along with that. Hallelujah. And I don't care. Just name it. There's a spirit. Drugs. There's a spirit that comes along with that. Hallelujah. And I see I've, I've taken on this knowledge because I'm here in the house of God. Not only am I here in the house of God, but I'm listening to the spirit. And see, I'm letting the spirit lead and guide me now. Hallelujah. And once you, once you can acquire that. Once you once you can listen to the spirit and allow it to guide you, because there is there is a beacon out there. Hallelujah! If you follow that beacon, you will make it to safety. As the ships, you know, as the, the people that you know that control the ships can tell you that once you follow that beacon, you'll make it to safety to let you know that there's something there. Don't don't go this direction. That's right. But you know, follow the light. Hallelujah! Lighthouse. Amen. See, once you allow Yahweh to become your beacon in your life, you will realize. That you know, wherever Yahweh wants to take me, it's safe for me to go that direction. Yes, Lord. See, regardless of all the questions that Satan may present unto you, like well, if you go that route, what's going to happen to your your natural man? Don't worry about your natural man no more. Just let it go. Let it. Just let it go. Because once you let it go, all the stresses of this life, all everything that that's presented, all the pressures and everything, it just it all just falls off, just like a water off a duck's back. It just falls off. It doesn't, you know. Nothing about this life has to pressure us anymore. Hallelujah. See, once a man is free in the Messiah. I said in the Messiah, once a man is free. Not just free, but once a man is free in the Messiah. Yes, Lord. That man is free indeed. Hallelujah. He's free indeed. Amen, saints. Amen. Hallelujah. Your brother Israel's out there. I don't know if he wanted you or not, but but once a man is free in the Messiah, he is free indeed. And see, remember when we went to that church? Was that last week? Uh Like last Tuesday? Last Tuesday. See, I didn't go to that church. Like, well, you know, this church, you know, Yahweh's not here. You know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go to participate, and you know, maybe they'll come to our church. That's not the mentality I took over there. No, the mentality I went to some people. That I know that I was once like. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. That, you know, people that didn't really, really know Yahweh the way that Yahweh wants us to know him. Yes. See, sometimes, you know, when we're out there and we feel like we're alone because we're amongst all these sinners and 
these people that really don't know God, but yet they say they do. Right. It, it can become lonely out there sometimes. Yes. You're like, I'm, a, I'm the only person out here that really knows Yahweh, and people are just doing whatever they want to do, and you know, listen to whatever type of music they want to, and cuss at every whim when they want to. Right. You feel like Latin. You, you know, l- lust whenever they want to, and right. do whatever they want to. I don't, I don't want to take on that type of mentality. Right. So when I went to that church, I'm looking at these people, and I'm just like, Yahweh, help me to be a light. Help me to, to really reach out to these people. Not to just be, not to just be earnest. You know, I don't want to just be there just to be me. But I want to be there to show them that, hey, look, we're worshiping God over here. You know, Amen. look over here, we're we're doing this too. Amen. You know, you're always welcome to come to our church. Amen. You know, every time we should always walk with you know with our arms wide open at all times. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. See, I'm learning that more as I get older. If, just like he was saying, you know, if the love was to increase in this place, he said it should be thick. You know, it shouldn't, you shouldn't allow anything to separate us from God at all. Amen. It should be that way in this house, in, the, in this house at all times. At one point in time, it was. So when people came, that's all they could speak about. That was a testimony. And everybody that stood up here, they were like, well, I, I, really thank, I really thank God for the love in this place. I mean, I, I'm not just up here saying that. I mean, everybody who got up here, they, all, that was all their testimonies. And see, if we love one another, that's why I said that when I was up there. If we love one another. The, pe- the people would know that you know that we are the Messiah's disciples hallelujah and see that's the point that we all should get to it's not about our lives it's not about you know I made it to the house of God first and I know this much and you know I really know the, the truth about this you know oh yeah you can really drink but you know uh, you can't get drunk you know that, it's not for us to take on that type of mentality I know this but you don't so, so that's why the spirit had to come and you know and minister unto Apostle Washington to show him the, the right way to go about it. Not to just, you know, to judge everybody. Oh, you got to bring your doctrine to us. It wasn't about that. It was about the Messiah coming within us for us to be mirrors or a reflection of the Messiah. Hallelujah. That's what it's about. That's what is exactly what it's about. And once you get to that point, you can you can look at yourself and say, you know what, Yahweh, you're really working with me. I can see I can see you're really working with me because it's not about me anymore. Hallelujah. You know, when... When Sister Shaw needed a vehicle, you know, I had no problem offering my vehicle. Amen? Yes. <clears throat> See, and when Apostle Washington, when Sister Karen, when they, had come, when they had to come to me and had to give me some counsel, you know, I had no, at first I wanted to be mad. But then when you weigh it out, when you weigh out, whenever you get minute, whenever you get instructions, whenever, whenever you receive instructions, you might get mad at first. But when you think about it, when you when you step out of your anger, when you step out of that emotion, when you settle down, when you calm down, then you realize that that instruction was for your benefit. You realize that, you know, if I was to go down that same path that I was going, then I probably would have hurt somebody. I probably would have hurt. I, I know I would have hurt myself. Hallelujah. And see, we can vouch for that for all of, for all of us that backslid. We can vouch for those things. If I would have just listened to the Spirit, yeah, I know it's too late now. But now, but now is a new day. Hallelujah. Yes. See, Apostle Washington was up here he was saying that you know we can we can do it right today. You know, don't worry about yesterday. Don't worry about what happened two weeks ago. You can't change those things. Let us be the real children of God today. Hallelujah. You know, oftentimes, oftentimes Satan will come to me and, you know, try to remind me of my failures. Because that's his job, is to remind us of our failures, to try to get us so disappointed with ourselves 
to the point where we can't bring ourselves up out of the pit. Hallelujah. Well, the only way you're going to come out the pit is you remember the Messiah. Amen. Remember his love for the people. Remember what he said. Remember what he said, you know, if you leave the 99 and go for the one. Hallelujah. See, that means a lot to me because at one point in time, I was the one. I was that one. Hallelujah. You were that one. Amen. See, the Messiah said to leave the 99 and go for the one. Does not the shepherd leave the 99 and go for the one? See, remember in your life that you was that one. Amen. See, remember there were people in church already before you got here. But you was that one. Hallelujah. Don't forget about that. Now, you're part of the 99 now. But there's many of ones out there. Amen. Don't let don't let Satan come and say, well, you made it to the house of God, now it's over. No, it's not over. <laughs> Your fight is not over with. Remember, you are important to this ministry. I mean, I don't care, I don't care what color you are. I don't care what nationality, what ethnicity you are, it doesn't matter. Hallelujah. Just have uh have an arm to reach out to people. Hallelujah. But the only way we can reach out to people is if we correct our own selves. Yes, Lord. Once we better ourselves, our hand will be able to fit anybody else's hand. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. There won't be no barriers. There won't be no, nothing that prevents you from crossing over that bridge to get over to that person. Hallelujah. Yes. Now, if that person rejects what, what you offer unto them, that's that's on them. Yes, but, Lord. but you did your part. Hallelujah. Yes. And see, that's where the Messiah is getting us to this day. It's trying to get us to the point to where we don't want nothing. Where Yahweh is giving us all that we need. How we can go forth and not want everything that this world has to offer. Because every now and then the world does look good. Hallelujah. Don't get me wrong because I got flesh on. The world does look good at some point in time. And then, you know, I have to call his bluff. I have to tell him that if I go that way, I'm going to destroy everything that I've already, you know, moved on past. I'm going to destroy all that. You know, I've always told myself before I even knew of Yahweh that that I hated divorce. I I, I just hated it. Amen. Even though my parents weren't married. But as a kid growing up, you always want your parents together. Right. And so, you know, even even me and T.J. Davis had talked about this time and time again. How it got to the point to where, you know, where T.J. Davis, you know, he didn't want to have anything to do with his dad at one point in time. Right? That for me, when my parents not being together, it caused me to have the curiosity to go and reach out to my father, regardless of what my mom told me about him. Because right. my mom, she didn't like him. She didn't. I mean, after you know he decided to do what he wanted to do, my mom just had nothing but evil things to say about him. Amen. And so, even to to this point in time, because of my curiosity, because Yahweh had put in that that curiosity within myself, because He did that for me. Hallelujah! Amen. I was able to make it to the house of God. Amen. And I'm I'm 30 years old now, but but because Yahweh allowed that little light to to reign within my body, I was able to see my dad for the the type of man that he really was. Hallelujah. See, this world will hide the true inner beauty that we have within ourselves. Yes. I mean, because all the stuff this world has to offer, you'll go after those things. After those things, eventually you're covering up the real person that you're supposed to be. Oh, I'm supposed to act, you know, like cool with this person. Oh, I'm supposed to act rich with this person. Oh, I'm supposed to talk like that with that person. See, all those things are cover-ups. It's like applying makeup. You know, people can't see your real face. Hallelujah. But once you allow the Messiah to come into your life, you know, He clears away, He takes away all those things that cover up the real you. Hallelujah. 
the real person that you were created to be. Hallelujah, saints. Hallelujah. And see, once you allow the Messiah to take away all those things, all those those fake images of yourself, then you really become the person that Yahweh created you to be. Evangelist. That's right. See, if you was to ask me before I even knew of Yahweh, if you asked me about myself, like, you know what, you know, I'm, I'm this way, you know, don't try to, you know, talk to me about this. You know, I, I don't care about what you got to say. Yes, don't touch me. And, you know, we'll be fine as long as you don't say this, you know. And if you're not like me, I don't have nothing in common with you. I don't even want to talk to you. And see, that's the way that I was. Now, there was some things, you know, that, my, that I had of my father within me. You know, mm-hmm. I'd, be, I'd, I'd be willing to help anybody. Yes, Lord. If I knew you. <laughs> see, <laughs> if I knew you, I was willing to help you. Now, every now and then you run across a stranger and they need some help. It's okay, all right? I'll do that. That was a, that was a bonus for you. Every now and then. Right. It was very rare. But see, see, but... But the way that, that Yahweh created my father for the real person that he was supposed to be, he yes. didn't become that person until he became until he came into the house of Yahweh. That's right. He didn't. Be, he wasn't that person at all. That's right. See, the real person that Susan was supposed to be, she she would have never been this person unless she would have found Yahweh. Hallelujah! Everybody in here, I can go. I can go up and down. I can point at anybody. You never would have been this person until you found Yahweh in your life. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Evangelist. No. no. That's right. See, you deceive yourself because you allow Satan to talk to you, to blind your judgment. Because this is the best place that you know that's ever ever existed for us in our life. Hallelujah. See, we went out there, we went to like clubs, we went to parties and stuff, and we became those people. Yeah. We became those people that we thought we were supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. We allowed the TV to shape us. Hallelujah. Yeah. Movies to shape us. Right. To be in the in crowd to shape us. Yeah. But see, once you allow Yahweh to become your all in all, yeah. once you allow Yahweh to shape and to mold you, then you will become the person you were meant to be. Hallelujah. Yeah. Not because, you know, somebody said, you know, you're supposed to be like this and you're supposed to be a robot and, you know, yeah. oh, you're just square. Yeah. You're one of those squares. You know, you shouldn't you shouldn't allow this world to pressure us because we don't have to be like this world at all. Like I was stating earlier, like Apostle, I was telling him that, you know, Satan presented his bluff to me. And he was telling me that I was supposed to be like everybody at my job. And how, how he wants us to be ashamed of this way. He wants us to feel the pressure of not being like the world so that we can be conformed to the world. That's what Satan was telling me. And I was like, Satan, you know what? I don't, I don't appreciate you coming to me with this. And I'm gonna tell you right now. Unappreciative. Uh, yeah, I'm very, un, you know, I'm very unappreciative because you came to me with this statement, and you know, I was telling him that because you have confronted me with this, I'm not gonna allow you to fill my head with lies, <laughs> and I'm gonna get the victory over you because the more that you come to me with this, I'm gonna be different. I'm gonna do the opposite. Hallelujah. So when I'm at my job, I'm not with everybody, you know, talking about the boss. I'm not giving my opinion about things. You know, I'm just allowing things to happen the way that they fall. <clears throat> because if things are going to happen in your job, they're just going to happen. Regardless of what you got to say or not. But needless to say, I was just telling Satan that, you know, you're nothing but, you're just full of bluffs. 
Every lie that you have is of yourself. Hallelujah. And that whatever you got to tell me is only for myself gain in the world. It's not going to you know, help me in the spiritual realm as far as considering the fact that I'm supposed to be more like Yahweh. But whatever you got to tell me, you can't help me to become more like Yahweh. It's impossible for you to, to how to instruct me how to become like Yahweh because you refuse to do it yourself. That's right, man. <clears throat> Amen, saints? Amen. And see, these are the things that I take yes, Lord. into my life. I allow these things to shape me in my life. And you know where I get it from? When I come to the house of God. This is the only place. See, Yahweh's chosen us as bishops to be up here for a reason. Not because, you know, I wanted to be a bishop so bad. You know, this. Ask, just, ask Harvey and ask Junior and them. Ask, ask Brother Dazzy or even Bobby. Ask all of us who, before we became ministers, how, how bad we might have wanted to become a minister. But the mere, the mere fact that that wasn't going to get us to become ministers. Right. It's about being faithful. Hallelujah. It's, it's about living this life. It's about rejecting your own life. Hallelujah. And actually allowing Yeshua the Messiah to shape your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, oftentimes, and you know, I had many of conversations with my father. And I know many times you may get tired of me talking about my father. Hallelujah. No? Okay, well. <laughs> Amen, anyway. Hallelujah, anyhow. But, these, see, these things, you always allowed me to keep. Hallelujah. Because even though he's not here no more, and even though at one point in time I consider him my strength, but Yahweh revealed unto me that through Yahweh's strength, through my Father, was my strength. So, Yahweh knowing these things, He allows me to, to remember, to rekindle the fire in which I had towards my Father. He allows me to take on those memories as if they're happening right now. In, our, in order for me to, to acquire the motivation that I need to do what's right. Hallelujah. I hope that came out right. Amen. <laughs> We're going to sweat up here sometime. <laughs> but needless to say, I do thank Yahweh for that, for that ability to, to just remember those memories. Because yes. those memories yes, are Lord. dear unto me. Hallelujah. Yes, you know, some people consider their childhood memories you know, something that's very precious. I mean, I, I consider mine precious. Amen. So even, even more so the, the memories I have of my father, those things are more precious unto me now. So when I get with my brothers, when I get with my sister, my, my nephews and my niece, and, you know, all that comes to life, it comes out as if, you know, of course we all, you know, he's really, he's really still here. My father's really still here. Amen. But he's here through us. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. And see, you want to get to that point in your life where you're acknowledging what Yahweh is doing for you. Once, once you get to that point, you know, you, have, you don't have nothing to worry about. You know, fear is not really fear anymore. Because you have the love of the Messiah within you. And see, I looked at I looked to my father because of the love that he had. But see, he didn't have that love until he came to the house of Yahweh. That's right. Because before that, you know, it was kind of like, you know, I'm to myself. You know, I'll help you and, you know, I'll speak nice to you. But, you know, you better not say anything bad about me because you're going to get ten times worse than that. That's, I mean, I'm just saying that's the type of people that we all were before we knew of Yahweh. That's right. But see, those are the things I remember. It, it was not really my father, but it's Yahshua's love. Hallelujah. Yeah. Those are the things I really remember. Those are the things that I take a hold to. See, of course, you know, I, I can think, you know, sometimes I can think it's natural, but it's not really the natural love. Even though he was my father, yes, according to the blood he was, yes, but 
as far as being that righteous man in my life, as far as being my pastor, hallelujah, yeah. that's the memories that I acquire. Yeah, those, are the, those are the memories that I want Amen. because I want to take those things and hopefully I can fulfill those things in my children's lives. Yeah. And I can fulfill those things in your very lives. Hallelujah. Yeah. And this is all that my life consists of. This is it. I can't really ask Yahweh for anything more. I can't ask him for anything less. This is, this is it. That you live your life to help benefit somebody else. Hallelujah. See, my dad's life was to help benefit the church, especially his children. Amen. And that's why we can speak on such a man this day. That's why we can remember the type of man that he was. Yes, Lord. You know, the other day, the other day when I was preaching, which was a, a while back, and I was saying, why did I ask the people to remember my father in their prayers? Like, you know, please remember. Don't forget my father. There was a reason for that. You know, it wasn't it wasn't intentional for me to say that, but it just came out. Like, remember my father. You know, don't forget about, you know, my dad. It's to help us to remember, you know, through his death, how we, how we have grown so much. <clears throat> you know, I remember <clears throat> the dream that the evangelist had when he was talking about how, you know, my father was in his dream and Apostle Diaz was in his dream. And at that time he said that, I was like, I hadn't had a dream about my dad in a while. And I hear other people, they may say that, you know, they had dreams about my dad somewhere somewhere down the line. And then I feel a little part of myself wanting that. But I know that Yahweh doesn't do those things for me at that time. It's usually when I'm trying to, when I'm fighting with something or when I'm, when I'm feeling weak. That's when Yahweh may present a, a dream with my father in it. And see, and I'm going to say this, I'm, I'm going to sit down. I think I really do thank Yahweh for the dreams and the visions. <clears throat> you know, we we I mean we've been here for a while now. We've been here for a while, and we've seen dreams come to pass, and dreams and visions of warning and things like of the, of such things. And I remember before before I even came into the truth, um, this was all back in Leveland. I remember I had a dream. <laughs> Who was Loveland? Well, back in my hometown where I'm from. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, level land, self-explanatory. I remember I had a dream. And that in that dream, this is how the dream went. In the dream, I was in I was in a forest. <clears throat> and the forest was so thick of trees and just green grass everywhere. I mean it was beautiful, don't get me wrong. And in that dream, I was with a, a body of saints. Like I was just, I was like behind them. I was like trailing behind. And I'm walking around. I'm noticing how it was like, it was almost like being in the Garden of Eden, almost to me. I was like, wow, this is beautiful. I like this place. And then we got to a, a certain place, like within the midst of the forest, where it was like a kind of like a small, like a small island. You had to cross over a little bit of water to get to that little bit of land, and then cross over some more water to get to the other part. And so. And when that happened, like as we got closer to it, I started seeing a lot of serpents coming, like hanging from the branches and things of such. And they were hanging down and they're hissing, and there's like all different types of snakes. And now I hate snakes. Like I, I just hate snakes. I, I, I fear them. Don't get me wrong. I just look at them. I was like, they made me quiver. Okay. <laughs> and so, in the dream, you know, I was starting to get scared because there was a lot of snakes. Like everywhere I looked, they were the, they were coming up out of the, the grass, and I'm like, Lord, what's going on? And so, and, and when I start, I started looking, losing focus because I was like focusing on the snakes. And then when I looked straight forward, like the people had exceeded far before me. Like I couldn't, 
I was like, oh, no, I got, I, I'm far behind. i got to go up. So I was running, and they got to the part of the water. They crossed over. And then they crossed over the part of land, and they crossed over. And when I when I made it to the water, I crossed through the water, and then I got to that middle part of the land, and then I stopped because I didn't see them anymore. I stopped, and I didn't know which way they really went. Even though my guess was like they went this direction, but I I wasn't for sure. So what I did, I just I just gave up. I just gave up. I just lay down in the grass, and I was like these and these snakes were coming up upon me. I just stopped, and then I closed my eyes because I didn't I didn't want to see what was going to happen, and then. I felt somebody grab my arm over my eyes and it was my dad like my dad had came back for me through, from the from the people he came back he picked me up and then we walked across the other part of the water and then to the other part of the land and then I never knew what that dream meant Amen. until you know until I moved until I moved up here Amen. see my father he always he always kept me in his prayers Amen. he always he always had a will for his children always Amen. hallelujah so in that dream, see, the church at one point in time was in Leveland. And I was there. I was able to go visit. You know, I was there through some of the events and, and things like that. But then at one point in time, they moved. They moved up here. And so I was, like, very distant from the church. I was distant. Like, I didn't know I didn't know where they went. I didn't know which way, which direction they went. I didn't even know really where they were at. And I was afraid. I gave up. I was like, well, there's no, there's no chance of me being back with my dad. There's no chance. I didn't have no phone number, no, no way of contact. But then, my father found me. <laughs> he came back for me in Leveland. You know, told told me they were back in town, and you know, hey son, you doing all right? You know, how are things? You know, you're all right. I was like, yeah, I'm happy. See, and that dream came to pass for me in my life. Hallelujah. <laughs> See, all that happened. All that happened before. The church even left Leveland. I told my dad the dream, and at the time, he really didn't understand. Well, I mean, he, he probably understood, but he didn't have an interpretation for the dream. But now, I mean, Yahweh allowed me to, to recourse those memories, those dreams that I've had. Amen? Amen. Amen. And I, I got one more dream I want to say, and then I'm going to sit down. I'm, I'm going to sit down, okay? Yeah, go to the book of... <laughs> The one more dream of. I had this one dream I told my father. And the dream was I was walking with one of my friends up down this long strip of, of road. It was like, it's like out there in the country. I remember the road too because we lived on it. And I was <clears throat> I was walking with him. And then everything like just changed like that quick. Like, I mean, you couldn't even blink that fast. It just changed. Like there were bombs going off. Fires was like screeching across the sky. I mean, I'm like, how is the fire just going across the sky? And, I mean, things are blowing up around us, and the field just catches on fire. And then all of a sudden, I'm just I'm shot to the sky, like, just that quick. I'm just shot. I look down. I see my friend still down there, but I see a body next to him. And I'm just, like, soaring through the sky. I'm just flying so fast. I didn't even realize how fast I was flying. And then I look around, and I see, like, other, like, glimpse of light. It seems like they're getting – it seems like I see a trail of light just going up. And then – I look and I keep looking and I, I try to focus as hard as I could and then I realize it's other people like myself at that time they're going they're being shot up into the sky and so I was realizing and then I, I turned and I looked like towards my back and then I saw my father he was like you know he was soaring in the sky too and and then I realized you know it, it was the it was of course it was the end of the times like I was like I, but I was with my father and so uh, when I told my dad that dream He's like, 
He's like, you didn't, you didn't have that dream. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> stay with me. L- let me. Yeah, yeah, stay with me now. Come on. <laughs> you know, let me let me fix myself. You know, real quick before I had to tell you again. I did have that dream, and he's like, son, you did not have that dream. Dad, I'm gonna say this the third time. Okay. This is the third time I'm coming unto you. <laughs> I had this dream, okay? Or believe me, I had this dream. And he, he was telling me the reason why he said that is because he had the same very exact dream that's, that same night. Hallelujah. And <clears throat> see, I didn't realize how in tune that we were until, until I moved up here and I, I learned of his ways. And I realized how we thought. And I was like, there, there's no way. But I thank Yahweh because Yahweh, he's doing all these things for us in our lives. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen, saints. Amen. See, we, we all didn't, my brothers and my sister, we all didn't really know how in tune with our father we were. Until we come into this realm. Until we realize this is the way we're supposed to be, the way that Yahweh wants to shape and to mold us. Hallelujah. So, saints, I want to ask you, you know, y'all keep me in y'all's prayer. Because Yahweh has been good into the children's house, all of us. Yes, He has. Amen. Just remember all the children's house in your prayers. My Aunt Brenda, she's not here tonight. Remember her. Remember the work of the ministry. Remember Apostle's business. Amen. And if you can, let's, let, us, let us all go out there and participate. Hallelujah. Amen. Because it's still a good work. I think my brother and went up there before service, right? You know what? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, you know. Well, <laughs> I think his face will tell you how good the food was. Hallelujah, saints. Amen. So let us all go participate in the good work. You know, we remember the business from Level Land, and it just prospered. So I know, I know how good it can do down here. But let us just, Amen. let us just keep it in our prayers. Hallelujah. Amen. And we're saying that, you know, I'm gonna turn the services over.